Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Loud and Local with Kevin Deers on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local here on The Rock. We started off with uh, some kind of like screamo stuff. We played some thrash metal and now we're going into the realm of the pop punk. We got the subjunctives hanging out here in studio. They have a brand new record called Sunshine and Rainbows. I love that. There's some metal dude out there who's like, Sunshine and Rainbows? What is that? <laughs> I like how I did Phil Anselmo voice right love there. It, so. that's filthy Phil. Gotta love it. Yep. Subjunctives, welcome to uh, Loud and Local. Why don't we go around the room, introduce yourselves, tell us what you do with the subjunctives. You guys are a three-piece, so we're not crammed tight with like six or seven members. <laughs> Sure, I'll start. I'm Ian. I play guitar and sing. I'm Jeff. I play bass and sing. I'm Matt. I uh, play drums and sing as well. Right on. You guys are very familiar with the uh, the local scene. You guys have, have played in a bunch of different bands. Why don't we uh, go around the room, Ian, start with uh, the bands that you currently play in or have played in so people <laughs> know uh, who, who we're talking to right now. Sure, okay. Uh, so the probably band most folks know that I played in was a band called Sicko, pop oh, yeah. punk band here in the Seattle area in the 90s. And then uh, played in a twee pop band called Tales from the Birdbath for about 10 That's years. That's a great name. And then uh, switched to more kind of like a sonic youth noise rock band called Date Night with Brian. Okay. Uh, a couple years ago. And then about three years ago, got together with Matt and then shortly thereafter Jeffrey to uh, do uh, the subjunctives. And the band was supposed to be called Sunshine and Rainbows, but Matt was like, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, dude. So, that, so we had to save that for the album. And how about you, Jeff? You you uh, have were actually up here about a year and a half ago or so for Four Lights, where your record. Yep. So still playing in Four Lights as well and doing the subjunctives. And that's about it. I played in some other bands that are no longer worth mentioning. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> and how about you, man? Yeah, I moved out here a few years ago from uh, upstate New York. And, okay. Uh, I left a couple bands back there, but when I got here, I wanted to hit the ground running. Um, so I got on Craigslist, actually, and found Ian, and we started playing... <laughs> Pretty soon after, form subjunctives. Right on, guys. So uh, that's awesome. You guys, uh, so it's been about two, three years now that you guys have been playing under the name of the subjunctives? Yeah, yeah, that's, a, yep, that's about right. We cut our record about a year ago. Uh, it took forever to get out for a variety of slow-moving reasons, but uh, now we're finally kind of, I think, a real band with a real <laughs> record, and I've uh, been playing for a while, so it's starting to feel pretty comfortable. That's awesome, and uh, you, you put it out yourself. It's, yeah. uh, it's a DIY project, and it's your label. Tell me about you know what it's like to, to put out your own records and, and, and actually run a label in 2019, dude. Oh, well... Um, I'm it's sure it's all glamorous and, and millions <laughs> yeah. of money. Alan. <laughs> millions of money. Millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much the stupidest hobby ever. Um, I, it's sort of like a boat, but um, it can't really actually sink. I think that's probably maybe the best, you know, comparison. Sure, it's just uh, it's something that that's super fun, and it, it sort of consumes all my 
my my personal time. Okay, but it doesn't make any. It just loses money left and right. But it's just it's a it's a wonderful pursuit of art. We actually started it way back in uh, 1992. Wow, um, with some compilation records um, and put records out all through the 90s and kind of went on hiatus. And then about I want to say about four or five years ago. Uh, started it up again, and, and that uh, 14 Soda Punks record that I gave you, that was yeah. the first thing we did. Um, and and it's the label's always, called Top Drawer Records, if you're listening. Top Drawer yeah. Records, and it's it's always been about Northwest pop punk music. Uh, when we first started doing uh, records uh, on Top Drawer, yeah. people were saying, I remember Grant, Grant Alden, who was the editor of The Rocket, wrote... Yeah, I don't think that's really actually a thing, pop punk. It's kind of a silly term. That doesn't mean anything. And we people sort of made fun of the idea that that was even a thing. Yeah. Because punk was supposed to be scary and hardcore. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because some people use the term pop punk as like a pejorative. Well, but you guys like own it. Like you are a fun pop punk band. That's kind of, I mean, you even so far as to, you have Seattle Pop Punk Festival is what you run. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Well, it's weird, you know, just completely by total random happenstance, it became the biggest music in the world yeah. about three years after I got out of it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's real it's real strategic there. Uh, and then it went from this kind of goofy reaction against 80s hardcore, which I love, yeah. but, you know, it was a really funny kind of awesome um, sort of softer reaction to 80s hardcore. Yeah. And, and kind of don't take themselves too seriously, have yeah, some fun with it, yeah. poke fun at the tough guys. Exactly. Uh, and then it became... We're still tough, though. There you <laughs> go, yeah, guys. I wouldn't mess with you. Guy. I wouldn't mess with you. Especially <laughs> around the Christmas tree. It became like the biggest <laughs> thing in the world, and it became basically boy bands, ultra-polished, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. barely... I don't really think there's a lot of punk left in it. And people have said to me, are you, are you really sure you want to call your festival the Seattle Pop Punk Festival? You know, you want to call your band a pop punk band? And I'm like, well, for me, pop punk is, you know, Husker Du and Green Day. The Queers. And and the Queers. And and Mr. T Experience and Cringer and all those great yeah. old bands that were, you know, and then the first wave bands, bands like the Buzzcocks. Yeah. Uh, and Ramones still are fingers. pretty much Absolutely. a pop punk band. I mean, basically... If you go back, everything in 77 and 78 was pretty pop punk. There's, oh, yeah. You know, you, you could probably find a few, but not for the most part, there's a lot of pop in it. So for me, that's what it means. I think for other people, it probably does mean Panic at the Disco. Yeah. That's unfortunate for them, but uh, I'm keeping the flag, you know. I'm going to fly it. Yeah, fly the flag for Seattle pop punk. We got the subjunctives in studio. Sunshine and Rainbows is the name of the record. We're going to play a couple. Uh, Pass it on, a at the Kraken, and spend your time. So let's talk a little bit about the Kraken, because this seems to be Best like bar in Seattle. ground zero for your scene a little bit. You guys now have some, some arcade units there some arcade cabinets you guys is this like your home base it is it's our it's like my second living room nice Seen so many dude. bands come rolling through the kraken that's awesome uh it's owned by good people they always treat bands right uh support the kraken in the u district go there it is seattle's it, it, this has been proven it is seattle's number one pirate themed punk rock dive bar there's no better pirate themed <laughs> punk rock dive bar in this city and it's it's a wonderful maybe world maybe the world <laughs> it's a wonderful space it's small it's cozy yeah. uh there's no monitors so you have to be tough it's also seattle's number one bud light orange uh that's a fact. place to go it's to number one bud light, light orange destination <laughs> yes absolutely one the sign even says so <laughs> 
It's a very friendly and welcoming. I think they take they pride themselves on being inclusive and having a safe space for people to come in and just enjoy music. And uh, it's it's great. Everybody wears black That's t-shirts awesome. though, so if you're going to go, wear a black t-shirt. Yeah, great tater tots and food there too. So nice. Get a burger, see some pop punk, hang out, but wear a black t-shirt. <laughs> we got pass it on at the crack and spend your time. It's the subjunctives. We'll be back with more from them. But tune in, uh, turn it up, hang out, bob your head, and pogo. Pogo. Wear a black t-shirt and pogo. It's subjunctives here on Loud Local.
three songs from the new Subjunctives record. Sunshine and Rainbows out on Top Drawer Records. A label that is uh, done by Ian over here from the band The Subjunctives. So in my very basement. What's the website for that? Uh, the website for Top Drawer Records is tdrecs.com. You can get this record, uh, records from Sicko, cool t-shirts, records from the Drolls, uh, records, um, Seattle, uh, uh, Seattle uh, pop punk compilation, 14 soda punks, all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, the label you said started in the mid 90s and, and you've yeah. kept it going. That's awesome. actually early 90s, 1992. Yeah. Um, wow. We kept it. I mean, we, we've had slower years, but yeah, uh, of course. It, we're really uh, kind of back in full force now. But yeah, it's been there since since 1992 with our first. We did a very bad compilation <laughs> called For a Longer and Better Life. It was Sicko's first song on a record, um, a band called Bone Cellar. Okay. Another band called Sore Jackson. And another band called, oh, Shag, Shag. Uh, and so uh, it was, you know, sort of one of these black and white cover photocopied deals. Um, probably best left to history, but that's that's how it started. Fair enough. And this record is out now, Sunshine and Rainbows. Uh, if you want to hear it, you can you can buy it at that website. And you could probably stream it, too. Is that, is that We're right? on all the streamables. Yeah. Um, you can go to our Bandcamp, and it's all streaming there. So the subjunctives.bandcamp.com. Or if you prefer to be on iTunes or Google Music or Spotify, Spotify you name it, uh, we're there. Right on, dude. And uh, I just want to go a little deeper with you guys. So let's go back to like, uh, you know, day one with music and, and whatnot. Uh, what what were like the foundational things for you guys? And, and and I guess the first question, let's start with Ian. What was the first album, first CD, record, vinyl, tape, whatever it was, whatever format that you purchased on your own, not given to you by a cool older brother or your parents or something? What was the first one you actually purchased with your own money? I begged my mom for permission because it was pretty edgy to uh -oh. her. Uh -oh. It was 1981, I think, 80, 81, and it was... Um, at the at the University Village Safeway, oh. it's not a Safeway anymore. Yeah, uh, they had a like a tapes and records section, and in there was Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I love rock and roll. That's so fitting <laughs> on the cassette. Oh, I played That's that awesome. a million billion times. That's great, man. That's a good way to start. I'd say that's awesome, dude. And uh, it was just all uphill or downhill from there, depending on however you look at it, right? <laughs> if you saw my record collection, you'd say, well, a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff, how about you, man? Anything uh, that legendary or maybe not? Oh, no, mine's way more in embarrassing, but I'll own it. Yeah. Um, own I it, think dude. my first cassette I ever bought was uh, MC Hammer, Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I still know words to that. And if I tried re-listening to it recently. If I drop the beat, would you be able to sing it? It doesn't hold up. Every song is like six minutes long and has like Jesus. two two dance break like wow just instrumental parts. He's a uh, good dancer. He was. Uh, maybe he still is. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then the first right CD now, I got was uh, Weird Al's uh, Off the Deep End. Oh yeah, with uh, smells like Nirvana. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's a classic. Awesome. Yes, that's awesome. My mom wouldn't let me buy the Nirvana, but she'd let me buy the Weird Al version of it so my I mom was pretend. the same she threw away my vanilla ice cd but you know it's too hardcore too yeah hardcore man it's but if it was weird al parodying favorite. something uh no problem with that <laughs> and how about you man what was the first uh first one you produced uh, i think the first record i actually bought was a cassette and i think it was uh the offsprings smash yes uh, that's got some great songs on it i still yeah. love that record so yeah. um 
Yeah, man. That holds up today. Yeah. So so Weird Al, Joan Jett, and Offspring, when you put those together, you get the subjunctives. <laughs> I do, actually. I was just thinking about that. Like, why not? <laughs> the, the, the humor of Weird Al, kind of yeah. like the, the, yeah. the rock and roll fury of Joan Jett, but the, like the, the catchiness and then some pop punk Offspring stuff. True. So it's yeah. weird, man. It's in a blender. I think one thing that I always Makes liked sense. about Weird Al is it was him do it, doing everything and like as far as harmonies go like I, I remember kind of singing along with it and learning how to do harmonies via Weird Al some some of Weird Al's best songs are the ones that aren't actually parodies I like, agree he just has some great original goofy songs Dare to be Stupid yeah it's a classic <laughs> Skipper Dan it's amazing it's good stuff man uh, so you guys, uh, from there, what made you want to pick up an instrument and start playing music? Uh, what was kind of like that light bulb moment? Oh, the piles of money. Oh, yes. <laughs> that I'd be spending on music. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not making it. Did you guys have a, like a specific moment you can recall? Or was there a band that maybe lit the fire for you? Oh, I think I just remember wanting to play guitar because some of my friends did. And then one day I just went down to Reno because I was living in California. And yeah. I had some money and I bought an electric guitar and I brought it home. I remember buying a death metal distortion pedal. Oh, I think yeah. It was a DOD yeah. uh, death metal distortion. And I, because I figured, well, <laughs> distortion will make anything sound cool, so I should probably get more of it because I don't know any chords. And then I just kind of learned playing along with like Pennywise yep. and Green Day, nice. uh, Dookie and Pennywise. Yeah, the, those were some big ones that bro him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So how about oh, you guys? I um, so I got for Christmas one year. This was way back. Um, they used to have this thing that were like CDs, but they were big, like like an LP. They were called oh. Laser Vision. Oh wow! Uh, I was sort of around the same time VHS came out and my dad thought that was cool so we had that and uh, that, they had on that a three song Iron Maiden laser CD and they had wow. Run to the Hills Flight of Icarus and uh, Trooper Yeah, and watching those guys stand up there with those silly spandex and those like Awesome guitars and those big belts and whatever. I and just Eddie thought, just above that. Oh, the just, monster yeah, Eddie. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, it was all so cool. And I just mm -hmm. thought, and of course, those guys, all of them are like massively great musicians. And I have, t I've just went super deep on Maiden, got tons and tons of Maiden albums. Yeah. Um, and I think watching those guys play kind of made me think, I want to have a guitar. I want to do what those guys are doing. And of course, you know, just getting a guitar didn't actually make me able to do what the guys in Iron Maiden were doing. That was the big letdown. It's like, like I can't play time. like that. Yeah. yeah. I think whenever I heard, like, saw guitar solos, like Slash doing them in the videos, I always thought that was cool and I kind of wanted to be able to do that as well. Yeah. I still can't. Fair enough. <laughs> and what made you want to play the drums, man? Well, it's funny that, well, I actually started playing guitar when I was a teenager. Oh, okay. It's funny, like, me and Ian have this kind of connection between um, like the older metal and yeah. stuff like Iron Maiden. When I was a teenager I grew up in this tiny town and we didn't have much to do so yeah. we're all skateboarders and um, we used to just like watch skate videos all the time. Of course, and yeah. There was this one toy machine video with uh, Hallowed Be Thy Name by uh, Iron Maiden. Do you remember whose part it was? It was Jamie Thomas. Nice, and, yes, dude. Like we watched these videos all Leap the time. Leap of Faith, Jamie Thomas. Yes, Leap yes. of Faith. And uh you know, it, it came to a certain point where, like, we couldn't skateboard around town anymore, so 
I had this buddy whose dad like forced him to practice guitar like every day. Oh my god! Student scales and blah blah blah. Yeah. And uh, we ended up hanging out with him more and more. I picked up a guitar, and that was our daily ritual after school from wow. there on. We just so I become the best shredders around. Yeah, so like my first guitar. Um, songs for like Iron Maiden and Metallica yeah. and like Slayer and stuff. <laughs> it was great that's awesome speaking of shredding we're gonna go into uh, a song that you said is kind of uh, a bit of a uh, homage to Van Halen is that right yeah this was a slower one this one's for all the lovers out there oh. <laughs> today's a very special day by the way this is my three year anniversary hey. with my girlfriend so yes. listening. happy anniversary Sonia Thanks, Sonia, for dating Jeff. <laughs> so uh, we're talking to the Subjunctives here, and their new album is called Sunshine and Rainbow. It's going to be playing three more cuts from it Friday night, the uh, the slow jam for the lovers. And then we got the Fastbacks are the greatest band in history, so F you. Uh, <laughs> Fastbacks, of course, are an awesome band. So uh, And then Get Some Sleep here by Subjunctives. Let's get into it. It's Loud and Local here on The Rock.
Subjunctives in studio. We were talking off air during the commercial break uh, about some some bands that have uh, really made an impact here in the Northwest. The Gits and the Fastbacks, and uh, most importantly, they have a song called "The Fastbacks Are the Greatest Band in History." So f you. Uh, so I got I got to go around the room. Let's let's give some shout outs and some acknowledgement to some bands. Uh, I know you guys have been here in the Northwest for a while. At least Ian, you you I mean you were in the uh, Sicko, which was a band that started early in the 90s, so you guys must have seen some killer bands come and go, and uh, what are what are some of your guys' personal favorite Northwest bands of all time, whether they're current or, uh, you know, former bands or whatever, so let's go around the room. Greatest band in history, it's autobiographical, it's the Fastbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could say a lot of awesome Pacific Northwest bands, and I could go on and on and We got all night, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got all three, 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> But the Fastbacks, that's, I mean, that's the band that uh, my roommate brought home this record and he said, oh, you are going to, in college, from K- KZUU, actually. He said, okay. Yeah, because yeah. you could check them out. Yeah. And he says, it was the Fastbacks, very, very powerful motor. And he said, Ian, you are going to love this band. This band was totally made for you. And I'm like, okay. And I put it on and my brain just went. Just changed your life, it right? completely changed my life. I had no idea that you could play happy punk music. Okay. Like yeah. through this joy and sort of like, you know, this spirit and, and fun. And it just made me, it totally blew my mind. So they are without question the greatest band in history. Um, and uh, and I'm, I'm sticking with my story. Right on, man. I like that, dude. Uh, you make me want to dive a little deeper into okay. that because I, I yeah. like. I think I've been on the kind of like the the edge of like I listen to it, but I haven't jumped totally into the discography. So I'm gonna do myself a favor and listen to to the prophet here, Ian. You want dive into the good oh, word? Let's not give him a bigger fast. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the Remember prophet. that, you boys. Yeah, get very very powerful motor. It's all guitar shred. It's like '80s guitar shred whammy yeah. bar, but with this kind of like '70s, like '77, '78 kind of buzzcocks kind of band behind it. And 
It's, it's just like you're describing Cheap Trick, man. Uh, it's no, it's real similar. Those like bands like Cheap Trick and the Sweet, and that are yeah. like they weren't actually really punk, but it's like but power pop ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, that's a. Good, there's a few other good records I could tell you about, but that's probably the one that like just and the song in the summer is just epic, right? It's yeah. uh, it pretty much puts the hook right in your right in your in your jaw. I like it. Jeff, how about you, man? What's uh, what are your favorites? Uh, Northwest bands of all time. A little band called Nirvana, you might have heard of. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. good. Pretty obscure. I don't think I've dug oh. that one up yet. No. Uh, then uh, Presidents of the United States of America. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. got gotta like them. Uh, kind of more modern these days, uh, like Skeletor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Skeletor, great <laughs> band. Check them out. Uh, Old Doris, Foxhole Norman. Uh, Oh, from Vancouver, the transmitters. Uh, okay, they're great. Yeah, we're at. Oh, oh, the oh, the sex having humans. The sex having humans <laughs> dropping their EP Bearskin <laughs> in twenty twenty. That's awesome. And how about you, man? What are you? What about you? I know oh. you're kind of like a new to the Northwest area, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, totally. there must um, be some some bands here in this area that you love. Sure, of course. I was always obsessed with Nirvana growing yeah, up. Of course, that's kind of a given. I think a lot of people were. Um, currently, Fox Old Norman and our buddy Kevin McGraw. Okay. He's also in Old Doors, which Jeff mentioned. But uh, when I moved here, Ian introduced me to the Fastbacks, and I just absolutely can't stop listening to them. Love listening to them. Shredding guitars, like killer fast drums, and just killer awesome harmonies. It's That's great, man. It's a mutual Fastbacks uh, Appreciation Society tonight. We love them. We love them. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so the- about the worst bands. <laughs> That's a different show, guys. <laughs> that's in the second hour. Uh, subjunctives here in, on Loud and Local. Sunshine and Rainbow is available now at Top Drawer Records. Uh, before we go, we got a couple songs, but before we uh, jump into those, what are a couple shout-outs, thank yous, or uh, you know, messages you want to, uh, while well, you have the captive audience of uh, Loud and Local here on The Rock? Do it. I already mentioned mine, but uh, just a reminder out there to people to have their pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bob Barker. <laughs> well, I give it's an important message, though. I want to give a shout out to my lovely wife, Rebecca, and my two daughters, Isabel and Anastasia. And I've been listening to KSW since probably 1982 or 83. Yeah. Uh, can you I got go? your shirt from the, from the Squire shop. <laughs> probably got a shirt or two from the yeah. Squire shop. Can I do a The Rock? Of course. <laughs> the Rock. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Okay, you guys want to know uh, a secret? The the Rock, that rock, the one that you hear currently? Who is that? It's... Uh, it's um, Hawk from the Road Warriors, the the no Legion way. of Doom. That's actually our, our program director. He paid what that guy like a hundred bucks. What a rush, that guy. So he paid him a hundred bucks, uh, gave him a couple beers after a show in Chicago, and he recorded him doing the rock thing. So that's, that's so actually awesome. Hawk from uh, Legion of Doom Road Warriors. So that's awesome. Yeah. Any more uh, shout outs or thank yous? Come on, Matty. Um, man, just all the venues and all the people just keeping it going, keeping it inspiring. This is a very cool city for. For music, I mean, it's very easy to find people to play with and just, you know, all that. Yeah. And shout out to the Kraken. Yeah, shout out to this radio Kraken. station, too, for, for doing this local show and yeah. you know, keeping yeah. local music alive. Hell yeah, man. Thanks. Um, I'm, I'm happy to do it and uh, happy to play it here on The Rock. So, again, one more time, I need another rock from you, Ian. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> no pressure. Me, me, me. <laughs> the Rock! 
That was amazing. Subjunctives, wow. one more year, and dumbass. It's loud and local here on The Rock. Amazing.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.